0: Today on Citycast Philly. Center City District Restaurant Week returns on Sunday, and I'm speaking with someone who knows how to navigate a more than 60 restaurant lineup. It's Thursday, January 12, 2023. I'm Trina Naree, and this is Citycast Philly. Cass Foley, you run the Instagram account Cass and the City that explores food and culture in Philly. For those who are new to the city, can you help them understand what a restaurant week actually looks like in our city?
1: So restaurant week is an extremely popular time to explore basically all of the dining options that we have in Philly. So I feel like it's always broken down in different pockets of neighborhoods. So what's up next is center city restaurant week. So that means there's going to be restaurants specifically then in that area that you can enjoy fantastic, special curated menus at an even greater price point um, and enjoy them throughout that specific week. Right. And that's important. (laughs) Yes. It's like you are getting to Mm -hmm. dine, but like you already know exactly what you're going to spend because you know ahead of time what the set price is, what the set menu is, and what your options are to enjoy at that restaurant if you're going to participate in restaurant week.
0: One thing we have to definitely mention about restaurant weeks is the price point. Can you explain how that works?
1: Yes. So typically each restaurant will offer a different course menu. It depends on if you're going for lunch or dinner. So there is different price points. Lunch is a little bit cheaper of a price point than dinner. I believe most of them are what around $40 for dinner and you're going to be able to choose from a starter a main and a dessert. So If you think about it these days, especially with the way that inflation has been taking over, especially the restaurant industry,
0: that's a great deal. Now, Kaz, you've been to so many restaurants in our city. What does it take for a restaurant to really get you excited?
1: For me, it's all about the overall experience, if that makes sense. So like, I'm talking about great service, great food, and a great ambiance too. I feel like the ambiance is everything because in the pandemic, people aren't looking to just go and get just food. You know, If you wanna just go get food, you can go to McDonald's. They're looking for a whole experience. So when you're greeted at the door to your servers being kind to you and taking care of you to having fantastic food that you're serving to them. And then of course, having like a pleasant environment to
0: enjoy it in. For sure. But Cass, how do we actually navigate over 60, that's six zero (laughs) restaurants downtown? It could be overwhelming,
1: right? There is so many options to choose from for restaurant week. And I feel like if you don't know where to start, First, look at the options that you have because all of them have different menus when it comes to restaurant week. It's not like you're just going to the restaurant and getting to choose from their entire menu. So mm-hmm. if you've heard of the restaurant and you're like, oh, I've always wanted to eat there, make sure that you actually check ahead and that you recognize the items on the restaurant week menu are something that you actually want to enjoy.
0: Okay, so let's break down some of the restaurants, starting with maybe a pick for the most underrated
1: Yeah, so my recommendations for a restaurant week is to really then go for the underdog restaurants. So I really love like 20 Manning. 20 Manning is located in the Rittenhouse area, and it is such a hidden gem. I feel like it's the like next thing to Zahab, which is so popular in this city, but nobody goes to 20 Manning. What kind
0: of food do you get at 20 Manning? 20 Manning is like more Mediterranean
1: style, if that makes sense. So like, when I go, I I don't know if it's on the restaurant week menu, but I love their brisket hummus. I know that sounds disgusting, brisket and hummus. Never had
0: that. I Try it.
1: They have so many hummuses to choose from, and then their portions are just very hearty portions. And it's also like a super cute like aesthetic inside. Like they deserve more credit. Um. So I love them. I love Barrosa. That's great Italian food, and I feel like they are so like just missed in the mix. They're right in center city, but the food is fantastic. And they also have tons of seating. So I feel like that's a great option if you're looking for maybe if you have a group of four, something like that. And then definitely Veda. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's Veda, not Vita, even though it's spelled V-E-D-A, which can okay. be confusing. <laughs> It's an Indian restaurant. So maybe if you're like, you know, not always going for Indian food, the restaurant week is the time to explore things that you might not usually explore and take advantage of trying. So I highly recommend them. Their food is fantastic. But then like my, I don't know if they're an underdog, but my top restaurant recommendation is South, which I don't think many people honestly think of going to regularly because it's also a jazz club. But the food is out of this world. Like you are not going to find like better, high quality soul food in the city than at South. And then also an experience if you do choose to sit in the jazz club.
0: I love it. And I also love live music. So I'm definitely going to try that out. But if you do try to take advantage of
1: South live music, you need to make sure that you book your reservation accordingly. Because if you just book a regular restaurant reservation at South, it's not going to directly book you in their jazz club. It is an extra fee. um, So make sure that when you're booking your reservation for that venue specifically that you make sure you book it accordingly to where you want to sit. And if that is something that you want to enjoy, that you make your reservation in the Jazz Club.
0: Okay, Cass, where can people go if they're looking for an intimate spot for date night?
1: An intimate spot... I would say Moshulu, because that is kind of like a little bit off the beaten path. It's not necessarily in Center City, which also I don't know how they got on Center City Restaurant Week menu, but (laughs) um, because they're like technically like pens Yeah, they're on the water, right. Yes, but it's like that romantic vibe at Moshulu. Like if we're having a special occasion, my husband and I, or celebrating something seriously special between us, that is like our go-to.
0: Right. And for our listeners, this is a dining experience on a boat.
1: <laughs> yes. Now the boat doesn't leave, so you're not, right. you know, going to get seasick. It's parked up there. You know, you won't even feel that it's really on the water, but it is just absolutely beautiful there and the food is phenomenal.
0: If I want to have lunch with coworkers,
1: where should I try? Hmm. Lunch with co-workers. I'm not plant-based. I'm not vegetarian. I'm not vegan, but I love barbuzo. In Rittenhouse, their food, and like I said, I'm not vegetarian, you don't have to be vegetarian, but I feel like that's also a great place to go with coworkers because a lot of people are plant-based these days, and you never know then who is, and that would accommodate, I feel like, more people's preferences
0: and not to mention the center city restaurant week offers $25 lunch deals so i think that's also great for a, for a lunch experience with your coworkers the lunch
1: deals are insane definitely take advantage of them and i mean like even if you just want to go grab a date during the day that's the time to do it is during restaurant week
0: Yes. But some people actually like to skip the dining experience and go straight for drinks, or maybe they're even participating in dry January. So they might be looking for alternatives. I know it's really popular now, uh, mocktails and beers that don't have any alcohol in it. What would you recommend for cocktails and mocktails?
1: So I I don't drink. I'm pregnant. um, And so I, I, I Thank you. I haven't been drinking though for a while. So I'm all about the mocktails. But I also you know, my friends are more prone to be drinkers, you know, it's more common for everybody to love a cocktail versus a mocktail. So I love Cuba Libre. They're located in an old city. Again, not really necessarily center city, but they're close enough. And they're famous for their mojitos. Like, they have so many mojito options. And you can also ask them for virgin cocktails as well.
0: That's awesome. And Cass, before you go, is there a new restaurant that you're dying to try? I'm dying to go to Wicked Wolf. It's
1: like this new trendy sports bar. So I feel like it's great for like a casual experience, great place to watch any sporting games, and they're in what used to be the sugar factory Philly which was only open for less than a year, but it was gorgeous inside, so I'm dying to see what Wicked Wolf did with the place and I hear it's like super popular already so I definitely want to check them out they look like they would fit into Philly well with the sports scene
0: awesome Cass Philly who runs the cast and the city IG account thanks so much for all these tips on navigating center city district restaurant week and for joining me on City Cast Philly thank you for having me Check out Cass's latest restaurant experiences at Cass underscore and the city. We'll have a link in our show notes. And here's what else Philly's talking about Philadelphia's federal housing voucher waitlist is set to reopen later this month for the first time in more than a decade. According to Axios Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Housing Authority will accept applications to the Housing Choice Voucher Program, which was previously known as Section 8. Starting January 23rd, PHA is limiting the number of vouchers at 10,000. And throughout this weekend and Monday, there are a ton of Martin Luther King Day of Service events to honor his legacy. Here's some. On Saturday, the Museum of the American Revolution is hosting an event with live music, poetry, and educational programs that are focused around the history of voting rights, demonstrations, and civil rights activism in the U.S. On Monday, the African-American Museum in Philadelphia is partnering with Citizens to offer free museum admission. There will also be a financial literacy workshop in the Franklin Auditorium at 2 p.m. Also on Monday, in partnership with Global Citizen, Gerard College will host its 28th annual Greater Philadelphia MLK Day of Service. This year, volunteers will focus on projects around gun violence prevention, health justice, voting rights, economic justice, and early literacy. You can pre-register at mlkdayofservice.org. Something else noteworthy, this year marks the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington, where Dr. King gave his famous I Have a Dream speech. With
1: all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last.
0: That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed today's episode on the food recommendations for Center City District's Restaurant Week, share this episode with one of your friends who's also a foodie and subscribe to the podcast. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter too. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.